1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au,
2: predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
3: Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. Welcome to Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 437 Double five two five
4: three five. Good morning. Eight, just about, just after 8am this morning, we are down at Live Eat in Moona. How are you?
2: Good to see you, Holly.
4: It's very cold out there this morning. <laughs> got ourselves two large coffees. It's
2: just that time of year, when you rang during the week and said we'll be at Live Eat in Moona, I, I made sure in my contract it said there's no outside no. broadcasts that are actually outside.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're inside in the cosy, which is It's which perfect, is yeah.
2: There's some tunes going. There's a real vibe in here. It's yep. uh, no, very pleasant. we we'll
4: rolling in for hot coffee shortly. Absolutely. Now, as always, we kick off the show with the Tasmanian sports update for Harrison Agents, the Tasmanian Real Estate Experts. First off the rank, um, Tasmanian cyclist Nicole Frayne was involved in a crash at the Tour de France earlier in the week. However, remarkably, she got back on her bike and finished on in 86th place.
2: Because she's a Tasmanian. That's what we do. That's just just what we do. Yeah.
4: We're just tough people. We just get on with it. That's it. No issue. Absolutely. Uh, earlier in the week, Lee Matthews has made comment about the 19th licence, saying he wants a Tassie team, but it's not the be-all and end-all if it doesn't get up. Well, it is. Well, it kind of is, so <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble
2: a little bit there, Lee. And yeah. quickly on Lee, during the week, he made a comment about um, Jack Ginneman and the, the free kick that yes. wasn't paid the other week and how he couldn't sleep at night. Why was because he it, so pressed about it that? But... So... Well, I was going to say, like, uh, I wonder... I wonder how Neville Bruns sleeps <laughs> these days. You know, like Lee Lee was a oh he God. was an attack dog like yeah. and he completely destroyed Neville Bruns. That was yep. a really bizarre thing for him to come out and say that he didn't weird. like the look yeah. and uh, hang on a sec, Lee. You might just want to go back through some of the footage.
4: <laughs> I just laugh at how bothered he is over that. But then when it, co- when it comes to the 19th licence, oh, no, yeah, she's right. Chaos. Lee's <laughs>
2: losing his way, maybe. He's a legend, though. He's a Oh,
4: Absolutely. Anyway, the AFL and the Tasmanian government are in tense negotiations at the moment. The AFL has made it clear that the Tasmanian government must fund the vast majority of the stadium. However, Jeremy Rockliffe has said the state won't be paying more than half of it. So the AFL has to come to the party or this is not going to
2: happen. It's interesting how this is playing out, isn't it? I guess, mm. and it, it was interesting I spoke to um, uh, Chris Rowbottom from ABC uh, last night about, you know, how that plays out. And, and and I guess from the general public's point of view, you know, if we say we do have to stump up the full $750 million to, to make this happen, mm. that's not paid in one lump sum. Um, no. You know, and, and it's probably not you know, it's spread out over you know, a large number of years and yeah, it, it, it equates to a, a lot of money, a lot of per year money. But yep. um, it, it probably, it doesn't, financially, it, it, you know, if it's spread out, it, it doesn't make the impact that, you know, $750 million, we have to fund it all. Oh my mm-hmm. God, you know, it, it's still very bad. And, and I still don't think it can happen mm-hmm. uh, if we do have to stump up the full amount. And we've spoken about this a lot, the impact on society, health Education, yeah. homelessness, mental health. There are so many issues in the state at the moment. Costs of living, mortgage rates are flying. Um, yeah. it's, it's a really sticky predicament for the government. Mm. What, what's, what's your read on it? What are you hearing? Because you're more journalist than I am. You, you've got your ear to the yeah. ground.
4: Yeah, no, the same thing, although we don't really hear too much about the other side of it in terms of um, what else is so important here in Tassie that mm. our money needs to go towards. Well, not, it's not spoken about as much. Everyone just wants this stadium and wants the yeah. team. And I guess in saying that as well, obviously, is going to cost a lot of money up front for the government, but the return on investment, I assume, and, and we all hope that we would get from having that stadium, um, would be huge in, in hope to help, you know. Um, yeah, I saw, I
2: saw a social media post by Jeremy rockliffe suggesting 110 million a year mm. was the, you know, is what it would generate for mm. you know jobs, tourism, local employee and and, and so on. So, mm. yeah, yeah, it's it's an investment, but um, you know the the ambulance wait times, the uh, the logjam of ambulances, uh, you know, the public, it's. There, there, are, there are bigger pressing issues, I think, that could use significant funding. Yeah. And, and look, I want this team more than anyone. Yeah. But no also, he, he, yeah. I d- I, you know, I don't want people, you know, dying as they wait for, a uh, stadium. for healthcare. But, you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's you know, there's, there's bigger things at play sometimes.
4: Mm. Well, uh, Jeremy seems a bit tense and not so happy. He says he'll withdraw the offer should the AFL not respect the magnitude of the offer that he's mm. made so far. Um, the 18 club presidents are expected to vote on the bid around mid next month, so it's only a couple of weeks ago. I was just saying, can you believe that's August? It's coming out fast. Yeah. yeah, yep. So, mm, I don't know the exact date that this whole thing is coming to a head. I don't think ahead, anyone but
2: knows the exact date. <laughs>
4: everyone's just saying. Mid although the NBL fixture is out with the first Jack Jumpers game to be held at John Kane Arena in Melbourne against um, South East Melbourne Phoenix on the first of October.
2: Yeah, which and is it's
4: exciting, and
2: it's a new look Jack Jumpers as well, isn't it? No, uh, no Josh Adams, and, yep. th- and that's been you know well documented over the last couple of weeks. There's mm. some back and forth around. He's feeling aggrieved that that um, that the Jack Jumpers didn't make an offer, and mm. you know then that, there was some talk that he was off chasing bigger money, and yeah, Scott, we'll talk
4: about that later as well. We've y- got um. I put some, uh, got some um, inside Have you got some scoop juice? from them. Have yeah. you,
2: right? Okay, no. well, we'll leave that alone.
4: <laughs> um, but no, that's really exciting. First of October, um, and then our first home game at MyState Bank will be on the third of October against Cairns. Um, but I don't think anyone can actually get tickets unless you're a member or you're friends with someone that has a corporate box. Mm. I'm pretty sure tickets are entirely allocated now. Um, to members. Like yeah, it's and going that was, to be a real struggle for anyone to get a ticket that isn't a member.
2: That was always going to be the challenge, I think. with yeah. The first year was was always going to be popular as, as far as attendance and. Of course, and, yeah. And then the team, you know, exceeded all expectations, which was phenomenal. And now it's the it's the hottest ticket in town. So, mm-hmm. I think you know may, maybe the five and a half thousand people stadium wasn't enough. You know, they're probably mm-hmm. kicking themselves a little bit that they didn't quite construct it. To be a little bit bigger, but to me, it's it's perfect because you want you it's, actually it's want so that demand. Fun. Yeah, the you demand yeah. Is, is is actually what makes it special when you get there because you know that there are people that would you know give up. Oh yeah, an enormous amount to have the seat that you're in, and and again credit to the Jack Jumpers last year. I think we bought a, a family membership, four seats, four hundred and fifty bucks for the season. Yeah, um, and that's dirt cheap. Yeah, it's super cheap, and it's you know, we got a beanie and a hat and you know all the, all the rest of the packs
4: it'll um, be going up this year it'll surely? go up, yeah. but,
2: but still worth it yeah 100%. you know if it's if it's 600 you know after the first year being so cheap yeah. you're more than happy to pay that little bit extra yeah. given the success and of course uh, and they've, they've always handled themselves quite well I was really concerned around the you know the Roth Adams scenario and and you know mm. they obviously that they'd come out the back end of the season with this this culture sense of community wanting you know good people and and it, it it's hard when you start to see a little bit. seems it like seems those two phrase clash a little bit. A little
4: bit. Uh, maybe, yeah. I reckon they're really, it seems as though they might be quite similar. This might be your juice
2: later down the road, oh, so I, I don't like, want to ruin it. It's
4: probably, we all sort of know, I guess, the two sides. Mm. But, um, I mean, it's not unusual for your top picks to move on. Like, it's, I think a fan, and Scott Roth made a good point, a fan has to sort of get used to that as part of, uh, like, being an NBL fan, is that. Yeah. He's got, I guess, the guys that aren't the MVPs, but mm. he wants to season them and keep them around for a, for a long time, and that that be sort of the base of the Jack Jumpers. And then we might have imports fly and fly out, but I guess that's the nature of the game. And I mean, as a fan, you, can, you just can't get too attached. I yeah, guess, as hard look as and, that is,
2: and you know. Uh I guess a lot of Tasmanians are, uh, you yeah. know... And
4: we're all about our own. Like, I love that we're so passionate about keeping him because it just says, like, it's what Tassie's all about, yeah, right? You've, yeah. We've adopted you now, you can't leave. Yeah,
2: that, that, that is yeah. true. But, you yeah, know, there's also the basketball side of it too. And if you look at the way that, that, that the backcourt was set up in, uh, Josh Majed is about 65 kilos mm-hmm. and, and not overly tall and Adams is six foot himself, yeah. a little ball of muscle. But defensively as a pairing, uh, they coughed up a lot of points. So, mm. you know, m- long-term, could you actually hold them both and sustain that success? Are they too easily picked apart? So by losing Adams, keeping jet and bringing in a couple of bigger wings, yeah. which is what they've done in, in terms of um, the two imports they've signed, mm. um, it, it certainly will benefit the team uh, defensively. Yep. It's whether or not those imports can pick up the offensive load of, of Josh Adams, mm. we'll which will be interesting to see. Anyway,
4: October one. You flying uh, <laughs> <laughs> <I laughs> fly to Melbourne? I
2: but, uh probably wait until third.
4: I probably won't fly to Melbourne but uh
2: well we 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 will definitely get our get our member tickets again and and we'll probably sell them at profit. Mate, we'll you. be the <laughs>
4: make nice little profit. Why if not? I see them on Facebook given, Marketplace under Brett Jeeves, I swear to God. Given
2: cost of living at the moment, well, we might have to. Oh, God. It might yeah. be a pretty good investment.
4: Honestly, at this rate, you'll have to sell your ticket just for a bloody lettuce. Anyway, <laughs> we'll be back after this. Uh, that was the Tasmanian sports update for Harrison Ages, the Tasmanian real estate experts. We'll catch you on the other side.
3: Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552
4: 535. 18 past 8 this morning. Brett Jeeves and Holly Fowler with you for Saturdays in Tassie. It's been a controversial week, um, to say the least, for NRL this week, um, with seven players decided to boycott the Thursday night game. Um, because they didn't want to wear the Pride round jerseys uh, on religious ground. So they ended up losing that game, by the way, um, which sucks for Manly. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, do you follow the NRL?
2: No, I, I don't. It's, it's a very brutal game. I've, I've just never been able to. I, I quite like union. Like if, yeah, same, if, there, yeah. there, there's a flow to union that I can appreciate, but um, I, I certainly respect the, the bravery in picking up the ball and running into a wall of really big men. <laughs> like, you are know. going to get hurt. A lot. That's just the way it's going to be. Yeah.
4: I don't know. I'm just going off this topic for a second. I really feel like they should all wear those, um, what do you call it? Helmets.
2: Yeah. It's it, it's probably where the game ends up. They are all going
4: to end up It is with brutal. Problems. It's yeah. brutal. Yeah. Anyway, so um, it's obviously been a huge topic of discussion this week in the media with the seven players um, boycotting Thursday night's game um, because they didn't want to wear the Pride Round jerseys. To me, this seems like a huge step back for the NRL um, because, I mean, I look back at 2017 when 80,000-odd people were singing Same Love Macklemore in the stadium um, and it was... That really, to me, was like a real big moment in history. Um, and I think it was around the same time... Don't quote me on this, but the um, same-sex marriage um, came became legalised in Australia. It was a really big moment. Um, Macklemore singing it um, at the NRL. And, I don't know, it seems like a, a change for us in Australia on a whole around same-sex marriage. and um, So, I don't know, it just seems it seems like such a shame of what for me I feel that's come out this week and I actually tried to reach out um, to Ian Roberts um, through his team and unfortunately um, couldn't get him on for an interview because apparently he's just exhausted I know I've seen him on the project chatting this week I think he was on Triple M earlier in the week as well Um, and he just said I wore my manly jersey and my sexuality with pride and now I'm really heartbroken.
2: Yeah. Um yeah. And look at that and that's that's horribly sad. And for mm. those you know Tasmanians listening and don't know Ian Roberts is an openly uh gay He's
4: the first NRL, only, I believe. Um, Yeah.
2: legend of the game as well um and and has been very open about that. It's it it's a really difficult topic because the religious piece you know you you have to respect. I th- I don't I don't think that that's something that 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 you can question. It's it's more around and look we, I, I don't believe it. You know, yeah. like it's not my belief. It's yeah. it's clearly not your belief, but What do you mean? Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> that is true. It, <laughs> not not everyone was listening to our conversation off air, I suppose. So you uh, weren't privy to that, but yeah. but um yeah, but also I mean the fact that you you openly cheered that Manly lost that game at yeah. the very opener here. You were you were
4: No, you, no, I was I was not <laughs> No, you know what? I'm really proud that, and like, it makes me want to support their team now that they said, okay, well, even though these seven players are boycotting this round, we are still going to yep. go ahead with the jerseys. And the fact that um, owner Scott Pan and the team um, and the wider staff at in our, at the um, at Manly decided to go ahead with that regardless mm. is really, really positive. And Agreed. I. Um, and I think, I, I know Ian Roberts spoke out and said he really appreciated that the club mm. still went ahead with it. Because they could have said, oh, we're losing seven players and a couple of them are really important at this time of the year for the competition. Like, we'll have to bin just, it. Yep. we'll have to bin it. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they didn't makes a really, um, a good stand. Especially for those out there that are in same-sex relationships and yeah. feel feel like, I mean... I think the saddest part about this is, well, for all we know, and I i think, I, I don't know if I was talking to you or with someone else, but I was like, surely there are more um, gay men in the NRL and the AFL. Um, like, why don't we hear about them? And this is the very reason yeah. probably, because their own teammates aren't accepting of them. So how could they feel like everyone else would be when <laughs> they can't even come, on to <laughs> come onto the ground and play with mm. them with a rainbow jersey on? Like, are you kidding me?
2: It's 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 certainly something in the modern day that you know that we are accepting of yeah and and of mm. course you know the the large majority of us have been accepting of this for for an awful long time but you know it's it's not that long ago that that it was illegal yeah um, it's nuts you know through, <laughs> throughout throughout the world and mm. um, and 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 certainly in this state as well so. Um, I, th- I think I think largely it comes down to the the lack of consultation around the process. So, do you, you know, think
4: the consultation would have changed their decision if they were consulted earlier?
2: Um, perhaps not. How but, much notice
4: do you need to but, wear a different jersey? Come but on. it also
2: it, maybe it would have helped. It would have it would have helped with the media messaging. So, mm-hmm. you know, so that the seven players who, on religious beliefs, had made that decision that could have been communicated to the media in another way so that so that their process was respected um, mm. as well. So, you know, I mean, there are there are two sides to so it. It's not our beliefs. It's not our religion. Mm. You know, I, I think we do have to respect that in a sense. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there, there are ways around it. And, you know, I look at Cricket Australia and uh, Farwood Ahmed uh, over the years mm. and Usman Khawaja, mm. um, both of Muslim faith, um, have... Really avoided any alcohol sponsorship on their uh, on their sh- on their uh, on their playing equipment. Um, it was well documented that after an Ashes win, uh, perhaps here in Hobart, even that, you know, there was a lot of spraying of champagne and beer, and course, and, and, and yeah. Usman Khawaja stood off to the side. Yeah. And and maybe it wasn't here because I think Tim Payne said yes. to everyone, "Look, we need to ensure Usman's comfortable. Yep. Let's put all this away. Let's get Usman involved. He's part of the team." Yeah. Um, I
4: like that. Yeah, I'm all for that. Of course. I'm all for inclusion in every aspect of that, whether it's relationships, whether it's religion. I'm all for that. The problem I have with this is that, for example, Usman goes, okay, well, I'm not going to wear alcohol um, logos on my jersey or I'm not going to wear a points bet logo or whatever it is because that's my religion. From the get-go, everyone goes, okay, yep, fair enough. That's your religion. That's your belief. I totally respect that. And anyone who doesn't, that's disgusting Mm. if you don't. But then... They could proudly come out with gambling logos on their jerseys. Um, And I just, I have a problem where you're cherry picking.
2: I I can certainly understand that. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough to play cricket all around the world and certainly Mm. um, have seen instances where, you know, men of Muslim faith have cherry picked that, um, you know, I I need to eat certain foods and and I had my prayer time. Um, but I'll liaise with women and I will exactly. drink and I yeah. will and I will do these types of things. So I, I, I can I can see your point, <clears throat> but with regard the, the, the seven guys that have made this decision, we don't know them personally. You know, mm-hmm. they, they they, they might not be – and I I can see your point around the points bet stuff. Makes
4: me so angry. <laughs> I
2: know it does, but it's – you know, there, there is an element of, you know, particularly with these seven guys, you know, we don't know – we don't have a view inside their lives. So mm. it's really difficult to to make judgment on, you know, how devout they are to those decisions. You know, and, and it is difficult mm. in a sporting environment. Yeah. If you're, if you're from, from that religious belief, you know, the commercial element of – I mean, look at Live Golf and the mm-hmm. and the and the Saudi backing. You know, there are some people yeah. that, that that will join that. There are some people won't. You know, purely through the connections, yeah, you know, made to 9/11 and and, and how that money's uh, created and the, and the human rights piece. Yeah, um, it's it's different for me. I I have no religious beliefs. Yeah, you may have, you know, and and and, and that's part of the process here. If they sat down and spoke about it. Um, maybe maybe there was a way through this.
4: Yeah, and that's what I find so... I mean, I already was a fan of Ian Roberts. I don't know if you've um, watched that on ABC iView. You can't ask that. But mm. he was an op- on an episode of this show. I should put it on Twitter so our listeners can watch. Um, but he was so gracious about how he responded to this. And it, instead mm. of going, well, bugger you, like, or to these players, like, stuff you, how disgusting, blah, 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 which... I mean, he prob- maybe he thought that. Yeah, um, yeah. But he was like, well, let's have a conversation about it. This is why I'm so heartbroken by this. And mm-hmm. he wasn't out, like, you know, canning anyone or bad-mouthing anyone in the media. He was like, well, this is why it's so important that we have an open conversation about it. And I'll just read a little bit of what he said. Um He said, I'm just, I've got the whole lot of notes. He said, so to the Manly Club, thank you for the initiative on the jerseys. Your heart was in the right place and you operated from a place of love. We need more initiatives exactly like this and it is through such actions that we change the world. And after that, he said there's three things that are, you know, that are most important and that he wanted to say to these seven players. He said, first, we were born gay We had no choice in the matter. It is your right to pursue whatever faith you like. But if your belief is that we have made the wrong choices in life because we chose to be gay, then you're simply wrong. There was no choice. We just are gay. Um, And then he said, second to this, you need to understand that teenagers are dying and kids are killing themselves in the suburbs. They're taking their lives because they think the world hates them. And this contributes to that. Mm. It does. Um, Thirdly, and it's simply about respect, you live lives where you are respected in many ways for the fine football you play. Can you not understand the pain visited upon gay people who, no matter what they do, are disrespected simply for being gay? The simple fact is your actions have added to that disrespect. We want and deserve the same respect we extend to you. And he said, we just need to keep talking. I'd love to sit down with all of you. I'm available. If you are, let's talk.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. as as well handled as as, as, yeah. as you possibly could. And it, 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 it is enormously difficult because, you know, the, it's... It's their it's their their life's learnings have led them to this moment that yeah. that their beliefs and, and their God and 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 it's really hard to you know they they were born Muslim they were born into the it's you know it's the same as Ian kind of saying I was born gay I, I have mm. you know and and so you can kind of see both sides in a sense but it it, it is. Whilst whilst we don't believe in it, yeah. you know, and, and it's you know I would wear the jumper with it without yeah. any without any. Oh my issue. god, I'd be
4: there with a rainbow flag.
2: Yeah, um, but it's it, it's super difficult. And and look, you've you've only got to, look, you know I, I don't know if you if you're a Neighbours fan. Neighbours ended oh, yeah. during the week. <laughs> How very I, sad. I've watched almost every Neighbours episode <laughs> oh, my entire oh, life. I'm so sorry, it's, mate. It was horrible. You're, but
4: my condolences. But
2: in the last two years, the storylines in Neighbours became just completely outrageous to the point where. You know, we, we, we didn't feel comfortable, you know, because it's on right at dinner time. It's a perfect mm. time to sit down and watch neighbours eat dinner. Mm. We, we couldn't watch it anymore with our kids because, mm. you know, the um, you know the, there was a, a polyamorous relationship where there was a, a lass dating two guys at the same time and there are, um, you know, a whole number of, um, you know, other, you know, um, you know sexually charged storylines that, mm. you know, fit. The for kids yeah for 6 30 on a weekday we're, we're we're so almost immune to it now it's oh my just God, i
4: wasn't even allowed to watch the simpsons at no, age, no 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 and Homer, no 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 that's right <laughs>
2: and and so it gets a pg rating and it's on 6 30 at night that, yeah. that it's open to kids so you know my, i mean my point is that for us you know n- who don't have these muslim beliefs where it's just whatever you know we're mm. we're so open to it that you know that that we can expose it at, at 6 30 at night and without any fear of you know of our kids being exposed to these types of relationships and 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 what happens in adult life so it's it's a really interesting topic i would have loved to have spoken and you know he's such a brave man we'll try and get him Mm. back
4: on i was when i was speaking with a member of his team i said we'd love to have have them on once this has died down a bit to keep the conversation going because we can't just talk about it when something outrageous happens in the media it should be something um that we talk about more often Mm. um and so we'll try and get him back. We'll try and get him on um, at another stage. But I, I have huge respect for him. Um, I'd love to hear everyone else's opinions as well. Um, text us in 0437 552 535. seven double five two five three five. We'll go to a break now. And we'll be back. we'll be back after this. Eight thirty three this morning. Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you for Saturday's in Tassie. Going along, okay, there's a few people rolling in for coffees here at Live Eat this morning. We're out in Moona, so if you're around, come get a coffee, come say good day, and um, we'll be here with... Um, how's your coffee going? I'm coffee's very nice. Yeah, I'm yeah, it through. is very nice.
2: I've got to give the quickest shout-out. My family are listening in the yeah. car, so to Henry on his way to basketball, good luck. It's my youngest son's good luck, Henry. Uh, birthday today. Happy little, birthday. Little Tommy's turned six. He got more presents this morning than he did on Christmas Day. Oh my it God. was He's had the best... The best Has morning ever, and of course, little Nettie was there, supportive as as ever. So, Aww. so we did the presents. So there. Uh, so good luck at basketball, Henry. Take as many shots as you can. Good
4: luck, Henry. And don't
2: worry about defense. Okay. No one, no one pays you to play defense. <laughs> okay. It's not how the catch. Do not you how the cash actually? Is, I'm going
4: to put you on the spot here now that Henry's listening. My dad used to give me two bucks um, at every time no, I got a goal at basketball. No, no, no. Basketball. We're not going
2: down that path. I think up, uh, he's already greedy enough. <laughs> <laughs> so
4: you opened the presents this morning before the show. Did
2: the presents? What uh, time you up oh, Tommy was up pretty early. Yeah. Um, he was pretty excited. Uh, lots Aww. of lots of Pokemon for him and. Love it. Dinosaurs hey, and. Just those, I saw
4: something on the news. People are selling those Pokemon cards yeah, for heaps of money. They're worth
2: a fortune. I've got a one Hang of my on one of <laughs> my best mates, Richard Cube. He'd be listening as well. Yeah. Um, he. He makes an unbelievable amount of money out of Lego, and uh, so he'll he'll just—he'll just—you know—people will sell these huge bundles of Lego. He'll just go and pick them up, and in them, uh, you know, kind of these construction sets that they've bought 35 years ago, and he pieces them together. So they
4: become like rare things. Yeah, and sells them for
2: five grand. So there you go.
4: We're missing out. Honestly. Yeah,
2: side <laughs> hustles are, are real.
4: Oh, right. Um, earlier in the week as well, um, or if uh, for people listening, hopefully you listened to um, our Friday breakfast show with Jack Rewalt and David Lithgow. Um, uh, Jack Riewoldt got pretty vocal yesterday um, about all the discussion around the 19th licence. Obviously... Pretty tense negotiations happening between Tassie government at the moment and the AFL. Um, Lee Matthews made comment about the 19th license saying he wants a Tassie team, but it's not the be-all, end-all. And Jack responded to that. Here's a clip of audio from uh, from yesterday's show.
0: Lee Matthews has come out and said, cut the crap. Lee. Cut the crap. Um, it's not the be-all and end-all if Tasmania doesn't get a team. Um, and, it won't, and it won't affect a lot of people if they don't get a team. But... In the same interview he spoke about the essence of the game and not being able to sleep because Jack Ginevan couldn't get a didn't get a free kick and he was up all night thinking about that because it's the the fabric of the footballing game is this is the this is the thing that I constantly beat my head up against the wall Mm. about is that Tasmania is the fabric of the game. They are an interwoven part oh of what gosh. is the AFL blanket. It, it, they are the they are a, an or, um, original thread of why this game is so great. So it, it, it is. It's tearing at the fabric if Tasmania's this push doesn't get up. It, that, that's that's solely it. There's so you got to look through the look through the team AFL team of the century. Royce Hart, Ian Stewart, Daryl Baldock, like. The influence of Absolutely. Tasmania on the AFL and the game that Lee Matthews has become arguably the greatest player at is is there to see, and it's taken a while now to get a, a legitimate push up. Now this push is here just to say cut the crap. It just doesn't. It doesn't cut the mustard for me. Mm, doesn't
4: cut the mustard for me either.
2: No, nah, he's, he's passionate, Jack, about this. And yeah, it, and so it's, is Nick as well. It's it's yeah. terrific to to hear. You know, um,
4: that made Seven News last night.
2: Well and it should. Yeah. A- absolutely it should. I mean yeah. Lee's Lee's had a bit of a he's had a bit of a moment in that interview. I'm not sure. Maybe it was at seven in the morning oh, and no, he just got, a got a out of massive bed or a brain
4: fade, mate, because that is ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah, comment. it's just a bizarre and, and Jack makes a great point, you know, to be to be hung up so hung oh, up I and, what and upset about, about this Jack Guinnavan's lack <laughs> of free kicks and yeah. to not care about the Tasmanian push for for a football team is yeah. like you've yeah. kind of got it. It's about. <laughs> <As> <laughs> any thought, I've used the wrong term there. My bad. But no,
5: it's,
4: fine. Uh,
2: it's it's bizarre. I it just was a bizarre thing because
4: some people like well-respected. I still respect Lee Matthews. Dumb comment, but whatever. Still, I highly respect him. But some people in the media have come out with some seriously stupid mm. comments within this whole. Like we've spoken about Eddie Maguire for example, has come out and said something dumb. Now Lee Matthews has come out and said something dumb. I'm I'm like, I'm But just it's over
2: it. it's agendas, isn't it? You know, I mean, and Eddie's got it. Eddie's yeah. had a clear agenda for North Melbourne to be down But he always, says, I'm yeah. not
4: biased. Yeah, no, I'm, hey, you are. You're the I most biased person. Uh,
2: it's it's hard to watch because his his <laughs> content can be great, but he just needs to let some other people speak too. That's yeah. the that's the hardest part about <clears> Eddie. But um, yeah, if we don't get this team, you know, I saw someone came out during the week, it's, you know, and I wish I could remember who it was off the top of my head, but said. It's over for Tasmanian football down here, and and, mm. and that's that's 100 right. If if we don't get this side, um, we've spoken about the prominence of basketball. You know, my kids are off to basketball this morning. Um, if there's no footy pathway for them, um, die. it'll die off because of the you know the the Jack Jumpers prominence. There's talk of an A League team, and we spoke about that last week. Mm. Um, footy, yeah. If we're not part of the frap- fabric, then we'll be part of someone else's fabric.
4: Mm. Sad, isn't it? Um, But just reading through some of the texts that have come through like during the week and some from yesterday, um, someone said Tasmanian club will be viable. Certainty, new stadium spin-off to regions. We'll build new health facilities. That's interesting. It touches on what we spoke about earlier. Um, But, yeah, I just really hope it gets up. We're going to have to wait like two more weeks. It's for soon. A decision, and we mentioned last week. I can't remember if it was you or someone else asked me. Like, do you feel like if it doesn't happen now, will it ever happen? And I just think if it doesn't happen now, it's done.
2: No, nah, it, it'll be cooked, and, and purely yeah. because Tasmanians will lose interest. Yeah. But and to be honest, my, my interest in the AFL will will die somewhat mm. from it. Um, it it just is what it is. You know, I pay a Hawthorne membership. I I just don't think I'll be a member anymore. You know, I, I won't. Yeah, you I'll don't try don't not think to a lot. No, yeah. because I want. You know. But but on the flip side, there if we've got our Tassie team, I'll remain a, a, a member of Hawthorne and I'll be a member of Tasmania and I'll go to yeah. every single game here, um, yeah. and I'll, I'll 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 become the, That's the single biggest that you'd AFL keep your fan. of course I would membership as well. I, I can't lose. Yeah, okay. I've got two teams. It's perfect. Yeah, absolutely.
4: That's interesting that you say that.
2: Hawthorne hawthorne Tassie Grand Final. Like,
4: oh my God, I'm not imagine. losing in that. I wonder. Imagine if we do get this team and Jack Reevolt comes in plays for Tassie.
2: We need to wheel him out. I think poor scenes. Jack. By the time it happens, uh, oh my god! Imagine. He's still moving well, Jack. But
4: I know he's yeah. doing so well. So we're lucky to have him here at Sen. But um, yeah, I'm glad that little snippet of him made the news last night because he's dead right.
2: Well, and it's it's important to, and it's it's just bizarre some of the messaging you hear that, you know, the people will people will have to choose, you know, and elite you know, so will. People like me jump off Hawthorne to support Tasmania. Ta- Tasmanians won't work like that. No. They'll, they'll, they'll just stay connected we're, to two we're teams.
5: We're loyal people. So it's
2: not about, you know, I'll willingly pay two memberships, even with the cost of living. Yeah. And even without the side hustle of being able to sell off my <laughs> tickets. It just <laughs> he's is. selling
4: yourself. It's just him.
2: Yeah, they will be sold. He doesn't know it yet, but he's in for a shock <laughs> he when he gets home. Close
4: your ears, Henry.
2: Um, yeah, but it's, you know, all, all these arguments around why it won't work, it, it just, they're, they're, they're frivolous. It's, yeah. it's None of it makes it's. it's like they haven't been down here to speak to anyone about it, you know, because if they ask, um, the answer is really clear. We will support this mm-hmm. to the hill We will go to the games. doesn't matter how bad the traffic in, in, infrastructure is around Blunston or the new stadium oh, or the no, fact that, you know, go. the fact that our bridge, you know, can't, <laughs> can't, you know, kind of withstand the pressures of... <laughs> It doesn't matter. We'll sit in traffic for an hour <laughs> and a half to get there. home. Yeah. We will be there. Yeah. That's And that's all that matters.
4: Yeah. And I think that's the notion of this whole discussion is it does feel like, who have you spoken to that's Tasmanian? Who have you spoken mm. to um, here? Why is why is this decision being made by A, people that are on the mainland, probably haven't even visited Tassie, and B, people that... A lot of these people, presidents, and all respect to them in their own right, that's great. But how involved have you actually been with professional sport up until now? Like, were mm. you CEO of another company that had nothing to do with AFL or sport or whatever? Like, I want to know who these people are. Well, yeah, and like,
2: and ultimately that, and and that's what will happen with the vote. You know, someone like Tony Cochran, who oh, you know is is you know is the leader of of the Gold Coast Suns who have not had to out, outlay a cracker to be involved in that. You know, I they, wish they are, got
4: to make the decision. Yeah,
2: I mean, no, they are one of the biggest gross um, waste financially... Caro's
4: number
2: one fan. ...in, in AFL history. Yeah. G, the GWS Giants are exactly the same. Yeah. And so for them to, to, you know, give this message that, oh, no, we can't afford it, oh, no, no, no. Well, we're, we're, as a as a state, we're going to commit $10 million a year. Yeah. We're going to build a $50 million high-performance centre out of our own money... You know, so in terms of expansion, we are, as as the current office stands, mm. it, it is gift wrap for the AFL. Literally. Comparative to the other expansion teams who have come at a just a, a gross loss. Yeah,
4: good on you, Tony. Your team just started performing after 10 years. Yeah, but they're the
2: not world, even so. going to make the eight. Yeah. And I'm a Stewie Jew fan. I love the Suns purely yeah. because of Stewie Jew, but um, no, Cochrane's out. Stupid. Life is a highway, Tony Cochran, <laughs> and you can drive off down that highway you know the song you're I just
4: (laughs) I want to tweet that
2: well I was just thinking I I kind of got halfway through that and I was like Holly's not going to get this she's too young
4: I know that song come on now oh my god I'm going to retweet that's going to be my Instagram bio run it (laughs) we'll be back after this for my favourite segment Hot or Not
3: live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app this is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535.
4: Nearing closer to 9am, Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves here with you this morning for Saturdays in Tassie, doing my favourite segment, Hot or Not for Heart Sports Drinks. Heart Sports Drinks fueling Tassie Sport on sale now and available at your favourite local store. First off for you, um, sub rule, hot or not, do we just go with five on the bench? Do you think it's necessary?
2: Um, not. Not? No, just um, scrap the sub-rule entirely yep. and just play with four at the yep. end. And if it becomes a war of attrition and you lose players, you lose players. Mm. It's as simple as that. Yep. I don't think it could be footy, sport. Sometimes there is an element of luck in injuries and you just have to manage it. Yep. It means you've got to run harder further, so be it. I mean, the, the way it's currently structured, yeah, you know, potentially a fifth person on the bench I mean, why, why change it? It worked for 100 years, didn't it?
5: Mm, yep.
2: I mean, yeah, and yes, the game's evolved. Yeah, you know, I know. You know, you go back and watch the 1989 Grand Final, and um, you know, someone. <laughs> the, I think the first interchange happens at halftime. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no rotations. You know, I get mm. that sports science has impacted that, but yeah. Um, we we just it's just being manipulated at the moment. It's a, it's a it's become a farce, a blight on the game. Mm-hmm. So. Either way, they need to sort something out.
4: Yeah, agreed. What about um, Swan's a genuine premiership threat, hot or not? What do you think?
2: Uh, not. Not. No, nah, I just don't think anyone's beating the cats, are they? And the demons looked amazing last These night. Were great they last were, phenomenal night.
4: were phenomenal. I didn't tip them either. What an idiot.
2: Yeah, that was a bit. I tipped Frio. Well, you can understand it away, and uh, Frio Freo played well over there. But as soon as it rains, Frio, uh, that. Rain and wet weather is their kryptonite. They mm. just they go they nowhere. Um, yeah. They got so stuck with their ball movement last night. They really did. Uh, Rory Lobb was poor. Yeah. Uh, Tabernard was poor. You know, and the the commentators highlighted throughout that game a number of times just a lack of effort from their from Fremantle's key forwards to actually provide an option down the line. So mm. whenever there was a switch, they'd kind of make it to the middle, mm. and they'd have no release yeah. to, to go down the line. These were just too good. Yeah, they, 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 they were very impressive. Good now, to see. I've got one for you because you text me about this during the week. Yeah. Rex Hand has had a week, an absolute <laughs> what week. What did
4: we have a go at him about um, last week? It well, was his comments he, on Tassie.
2: No, he potted Daisy Pierce. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, of course he did. He
4: potted Daisy How Pierce.
2: How could you forget? You no, went sorry. on a 45-minute oh, yes, tirade yeah, no, yeah. and it was excellent. We all absolutely loved it. No, but Rex is... <laughs> Rex has whacked Daisy, and then he's and then he's uh, he's been in a road rage incident. You sent me the screenshot of him asking me about his shorts slash pants setup, and I'm Sorry, like, the guy's borderline ninety five. He's
4: gotten like, in a road rage incident. He's come out with what? I can't remember what he had like a crowbar or something. Yeah, <laughs> he's gone he's threatened to kill this person that's like re ended him or something i don't know <laughs> what happened and i don't know what's more offensive him threatening to kill someone or the outfit <laughs> just,
2: well sorry. yeah that was a bright short he
4: can't be wearing oh my God. <laughs> it was definitely
2: a, a old
4: sexy Rexy just was not he's in a bad I'm way i'm not sure,
2: yeah i mean you do hope he's okay because <laughs> it's a it's a bizarre couple of weeks and he'd be pretty old now would he had he'd be mid 80s a couple of weeks 80-ish. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're certainly, you know, we're thinking of the of health and welfare of Rex, but... Um, are we? Are we? I guess oh, so. The Daisy Pierce stuff was maddening. Uh, yeah. Like, again, the modern world, it's, we're not in the 60s, Rex.
4: I, I don't think we spoke about this last week as well, but her, she um, came on SEN and responded, and she was just all class from Daisy. She was basically just like, oh, well, it doesn't... Uh, as much as it doesn't sort of bother me, I've, I've chosen to talk about it because I know it will bother other people that are in similar mm. positions to me, such as other, you know, women's and non-binary people in in the media industry. And she was, um, yeah, she was great.
2: But to, but to also suggest that Wayne Carey is a better commentator than anyone <laughs> is remarkable. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know where they're at sometimes, these people, but... Um, <laughs> Anyway, I'll go up there. Next one for Our you. Our text
4: messages were so funny. I should bring them up. A, I have look
2: at what we said. NRL Pride Round. Hot or not? Hot. Yes, it's hot. Of Get course it. it's hot.
4: I don't care if 10 players bloody don't want to play. Yeah. Get them off. Yep. Pride yeah. Pride Round.
2: I'm with you. It's important. Get with the times. It's important.
4: AFL's got a Pride Round. Just come on.
2: Well, and, and that is, it's a big difference, isn't it? You know, the Swans. Uh, and their 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 pride round jumper looked amazing. Huge rainbow across the front. Yeah, uh, awesome. Mixed in well with the red and the white. Uh, zero issues. You know, yeah, and everyone just got, got on with it. But it, it, again, you know, the, it, it's it's that religious belief, isn't it? You yeah. Know, and you be, we do have to re- respect that somewhat. It's a uh, um, yeah. It, it's it's a tough one.
5: Yeah,
4: I hear you. I'm just going back through our texts. <laughs> this tweet about. Rex Hunt, it says, AFL great Rex Hunt was has been caught on camera appearing to wield a garden fork and asking, you want to die? <laughs> <And it's just> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who are you killing Killing with a garden fork, just, Rex?
4: <laughs> and I, I said to you and said, Daisy would never. Also, what is the kid he's rocking? <laughs> and yeah. you said, Rex has lost
2: it. He's lost it, unfortunately. And you
4: thought he was wearing jeans, and you said, I've got the same jeans, white New Balance Joggers. I said, yeah. those are not jeans.
2: But you'd, you'd obviously... You'd obviously gone full zoom into into, into Rex. <laughs> like I, I, I couldn't mean. I couldn't work out where you're at to be honest.
4: If I want to uh, zoom in on sexy Rexy, that's my business. All right.
2: Yeah, you know, you're not killing anyone with a garden fork. Not even a possum. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, uh, oh uh, maybe, maybe it was. Uh, maybe there's an element of humour in that for Rex. <laughs> who kn- I don't know. Who knows? It's all bizarre.
5: Oh
4: my goodness. Oh my stomach hurts. That's so funny. Anyway. <laughs> We'll be back after this. We're going to get uh, an NBA update from you. Yes. Very important, very important stuff. NBA update from Jeevesy, definitely not from me because I don't know a whole lot about basketball, just the Jackies on the Jackies train and that's about it. And then um, later we're going to have an interview with Kim Crawford. So um, we'll come back after this and we'll get our all-important NBA update from Jeevesy.
3: Live across Tasmania on 1629 SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text 0437 552 535.
4: Nearing closer to 9 o'clock this morning. So before we get to the news, Jeeves, you've got an NBA update for us.
2: Yeah, we're, we're heading all over the place basketball-wise here. So re- really quickly. Um, so the, the Chargers defeated Waverley by 27 last night. They've been flying hot, the Chargers. Harry uh, Harry Froling, he's been blitzing it, of course. He's with the uh, with, with Brisbane in the NBL. Yep. Um, Liz Cambage, so off to the WNBA she's divorced the Sparks they've come out in the media and called it a divorce a contract divorce so whether she's been sacked or she's quit or they're they're calling it a contract divorce she's um, and and again you know you you really you really hope that that she's okay in terms of her mental health and well being because the last 12 months for her have been very volatile you know with with what's happened with the boomers you know her tirade at the Nigerians um, and then, you know, now the issue with the Sparks, um, you know, hu- huge, huge problems with her professional career. Mm. Um, so you
4: Huge problems with her attitude, just quietly. Yep.
2: I, I agree. But I-, I do hope she's okay.
4: I hope she's okay too. But, you know, no excuse for, I think, some of her behavior. A- a-
2: a 100%. Not a fan. A- 100%. I'm with you. Um, in some exciting news this morning, Matthew Delavidova signed with the Sacramento Kings, um, which is really surprising because I watched a little bit of Delhi last year, and he's certainly not moving the same as he was when he was, you know, really prominent with the Cavaliers. He, you uh, know, chased around Steph Curry in a final series, um, you know, which is I mean, we're almost going back seven or eight years ago now. Um, you know, and was a just an an aerobic beast, and mm-hmm. had good handles, and his shot was pretty smooth, and. You know, since then his shot's taken a you know, it's got a bit of a hitch in it technically and he's he's older, he's not, not quite the same athlete. Yeah. So I'm I'm not sure if there's a if there's a role for him in Sacramento as a you know, as a as the lead guard. They've got a lot of young guards okay. and some I feel is that you know, maybe he's been brought in as a as a leader role model mentor to help with uh Darren Fox and Davion Mitchell and they drafted Keegan Murray, who's probably more small forward. Mm-hmm. Um uh, they've signed Malik Monk, so you know there, there's a lot of young guards there. So Delhi will, will, I think he'll play a little bit of a mentoring role, but huge for him. Um, yeah. I think you know, and and he's an unbelievable player, um, one of Australia's you know greats, mm-hmm. and, and and has had a great NBA career. It's so great that he's been able to come back into the NBL,
5: yeah, Proves cool. his
2: worth yeah. and um and and get back over. Even more exciting, Aaron Baines um, has signed with Brisbane in the NBL. Yep. Um, he, his story is well known. He. Um, you know, had a a bad neck injury from a a fall um, and effectively had to retrain himself to walk and he lost all his muscle mass. And um, so he had some NBA tryouts uh, during Summer League recently and that that didn't go so well. But look, that was to be expected um, given how long he's been out of the game and the amount of rehabilitation he's had to go go through.
4: Yeah, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, so, you know, uh, amazing for him and huge for the NBL he, he's a gun yep. um his just last try and
4: get him on the show
2: his last season in well he he, he ended up in Toronto and it didn't work quite well but his you know, his basketball in Phoenix was phenomenal yeah. you know his shooting his outside shooting for a big man was just huge so he'll be great for the NBL uh Zion Williamson and this is this is my oh, yes. fa- this is my yeah, favorite well, news. I read
4: about even I read about this. Yeah. And I'm not a, you know, I'm not across the it's NBA Very as much,
2: very similar to the contracts so I probably should have signed throughout my <laughs> professional career but uh, Zion Williamson signed a 5-year $230 million deal which includes a weight clause. So he'll be he'll be regularly uh <laughs> what measured do you mean? and his 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 body fat and weight combined his body fat percentage and weight combined can't exceed uh, a 295 figure. Um, so ultimately he's got to be he's got to play at around 120 115 kilos. Is this
4: a normal thing or is this like a bit random? It's
2: pretty rare um, but Seems a bit is
4: that that a bit toxic I don't know nah, just, I think
2: <laughs> it's in his best interest oh my like God. He, he he's he is a freak athlete his jumping his explosiveness is like nothing the NBA's ever seen yeah, for his right. size, like he's six six and you know he's he's been three hundred pounds. So it's way like, too big. You've
4: got to lay off the Yeah, because
2: jacks. well I'm not sure even sure if it's a diet thing. He just um you know constantly foot problems, you know, yeah, stress right. fractures, you know, because of his because of his weight. So it's for long. It's, it's a really it's a really interesting contract. And what but happens if you in he his didn't? best interest he'd me? have to give back money or yeah, you know fine. his next payment would be cut short or um, yeah so it's it's an interesting little clause and then look outside of that the nba is pretty quiet at the moment donovan mitchell talks um have kind of stalled so utah and the knicks were 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 talking the knicks have an abundance of first round picks to offer and some young talent those talks have stalled um and then on the on the other side kevin durant uh, requested a trade a month ago nothing's really happened there uh, There's some rumblings. It was reported that the Celtics showed some interest and that they'd mm-hmm. offered Jalen Brown. Um, nothing's come of that. But then, of course, what's happened for the Celtics is that Jalen Brown is now disgruntled that they're looking to trade him. Yeah, uh, right. They made the finals last year, lost in six to the Warriors. Really surprising if they if they trade Brown for Durant. Um, Brown and Tatum are both under 24. Um, it's it's an unbelievable quarter build around. They've probably got 10 years of... of um, championship window, yep. uh, to trade Brown for Durant, shortens that window and, and probably doesn't elevate their chances enough to actually make it worthwhile. Brooklyn have asked for Marcus Smart and uh, and a whole bunch of picks as well. It, it wouldn't be worth it from the Celtics front.
5: Yeah, right.
2: So that's the basketball update.
4: And of course Henry's playing today that's a quite they an important five update. Five minutes
2: about. ago they kicked off um, okay. so they need to win the next two games to be a chance for the finals. So, no, he was pretty excited this morning.
4: Have to keep you posted. Up the <laughs>
2: Grenadiers. Oh. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> here we go.
4: All right. Well, we, uh, we'll be back shortly. We're going to go to news and then we've got an interview with Kim Crawford. He believes that the AFL and the, R- the NRL stole his Final Eight system. So it'll be interesting to hear from him. We'll be back shortly after news. 10 past nine this morning. Holly Fowler and Brett Jeeves with you. I've just checked the weather app. It says it's six degrees. It's nice and warm in here, but I'm not looking forward to leaving and getting out in the cold.
2: Uh, it's but the sun's out. The
4: sun's out. It That's, looks. It looks 35. It looks lovely. That's the main thing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We are kindly joined by Kim Crawford this morning. Uh, he devised the Crawford Final Eight system and believes it had been stolen by the AFL and the NRL. Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining us.
1: Ah, uh, thanks, Holly. Thanks for having me on.
4: And you live right around the corner, around from Blunston Arena, correct?
1: Uh, it's actually my parents' place, directly opposite uh, Bluntson Arena. Um, yep. I actually live down in Carlton Riverway.
4: Ah, right, okay, yeah, very good. Well, it'd be nice and cold where you are this morning then.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I'm at Ballarat this morning and uh, it's not a bad morning. Yeah, lovely, it's all, lovely. All good here.
4: Now, tell us about how you devised the Crawford Final Eight system and how, so do you presented this to the AFL and the NRL, or what, can you tell us a bit, a bit about the backstory here?
1: Well, I devised it in 1994, um, mm-hmm. I'd seen the McIntyre Final 8 system, which was about to be introduced that year and when I looked at it, I saw there was a few problems that could arise, particularly if games didn't go according to seedings and at the time I was involved with Surfing Tasmania or Tasmanian Board Boardwriters Association as it was known then, I used to do the seedings for all the competitions, so I guess I had a bit of an interest in that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I just sort of thought, well, there must be a better way of going around this final eight. So sat down and worked out my system and thought, yeah, that's a, that's a good system. The AFL should be interested in this. So I, I did send it to them um, just before the start of that core 90, series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sent it to the footy show as well so they could have a look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, they didn't show a lot of interest at the time. They wrote back can- and told me it was flawed and they didn't want to use it.
2: So yeah, which is what I was going to ask. Did you, did you receive feedback from the AFL directly after you sent that? And, and was that you know, via a letter? Was it a phone call? To, what, what was the process?
1: Uh, well, back in those days, it was all pretty much letters, Brett. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. and I, got, I got a number of letters back because in the end, it took me six years to convince them to use it. So I've got about 20 to 30 letters from the AFL telling me my system won't work. Um, you know, and give me reasons why they, they pointed out a lot of reasons why they thought it was no good and they wouldn't use it, but then as I say, six years later they turned around and started using it and then claimed a, it
2: as their own. It's a it's a really interesting timeline, isn't it? You know, I mean if you've got mm. if you've got six years of, of, of proof and acknowledgement from, from the AFL in particular that um, that uh, that they weren't fond of it, and that it didn't work, and then miraculously it's been implemented. Then f- fair to say, you've got an argument for it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep.
2: Mm. And so, what, what's what's been your process beyond that? Have you have you engaged lawyers? Have you have you gone down the path of you know truly fighting this, or has it just become too hard basket for you?
1: Well, when they first introduced it in two thousand, I, I did have a friend I was playing a bit of basketball with who was a lawyer, and he said, "Look, I'll just." Write them a letter and say, look, you know, you guys need to you know, have a bit of a think about this. Do the right thing here. Um, mm. So I mean, there was that legal involvement where he wrote to them, um, that they Did just they came back to, to, to us and, yeah, oh yes, yeah. And I've got a whole series of legal documents as <laughs> well as, uh, yeah, the letters from the AFL as well. I mean, basically they stonewalled with that
2: and you know it was going back and forth between lawyers, just wasting time really. Yeah, right. And 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 so if they if they purchased that that from you at the time, what what value do do you, do you feel that it would have been worth?
1: I've got no idea, really, Brett. Yeah. When I first sent it to them, um, I was just thinking, well, maybe you know they'd see the value in it straight away um, for them to use. And with a bit of luck, they might send me a couple of tickets to the grand final. <laughs> um, that's that's so all I thought it was. So it worth, wasn't
4: really you know? about the money for you, Kim. It's more about, I guess, the recognition is what means the most to you.
1: Yeah, well, even, look, initially I wasn't even that you know, keen on getting any recognition. Um, I just thought this will help them out. Mm. Um, and it was actually the AFL who first started calling it the Crawford Final Eight in one of their letters. They wrote back and told me everything that was wrong with
2: it. You know, the heading was Crawford Final Eight. Wow. Okay. So they've kind of sunk themselves. Oh, they have. In that letter, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what, yeah. What, what does what does your legal counsel suggested over the over the journey that that you should pursue it? Because you know, I, I would imagine if, if you have a strong enough case and were and we're able to you know to to prove that it's your system they've implemented, then you know, whilst you're not. Um, motivated by the finance of it, there there would be a serious windfall for you if you could prove that.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, the advice I've been given is that uh, copyright is a particularly hard thing Mm. to prove. I mean, I didn't paint in the idea. I didn't think it was necessary. Um, I didn't expect the AFL or the NRL would basically uh, behave as dishonestly as they have with me. I thought, you know, they'd appreciate a bit of help and... Um, yeah that was going to be all pretty straightforward
2: and so what what's what's the process from here Kim will you will you continue to, to, to make a stand I mean for those that, that haven't seen our listeners um, you kind of barricaded your your parents windows in yeah. um you know in some um, some suggestive um, you know Crawford final aid you know justice type scenario for for, for all to see is, is is that the path you'll continue to, to, to take or is it legal action you know what what's What's the element of finality in this for you? Close
1: well, it. look, I think it's a very difficult thing to take on a a, a, court, a, a business or whatever like the AFL um, mm. in a legal battle. I mean, they've got a lot of funds behind them, and yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a David versus Goliath battle in that way. But mm. no, I'll certainly keep reminding them that it's my system they're using by... Putting the notices up at my parents' place and uh, (laughs) trying to get as much attention to it as I can. And And I guess that was the purpose. Sorry. Sorry, Holly, go on.
4: No, you're right. You keep
1: going. Uh, I was just going to say, well, Lisa Signs at the weekend did attract quite a bit of uh, attention there. You guys have been in touch, and and an article Mm. appeared in, I think it was the Daily Mail UK, I saw. Um better than Britain, but <laughs>
2: that came so, out with, mean, with math, kind of the So I mean math, a, math is a mathematics is a you know an, an obvious strength of yours, art maybe not so much. <laughs> but based on some of the pictures. <laughs> well look I've, Sorry, I thought Kim. the sign to <laughs> improve. No no, that's that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, the sign rights <laughs> I'm improving. Yeah, no. I'm I'm
1: actually waiting for the AFL to go me for you know copyright infringement on their
2: their logo. Oh, no,
4: yeah, <laughs> that
2: that that would be a turn. Wouldn't that it? would
4: be a turn of events. <laughs> <immense. Yeah, laughs>
2: oh, Kim, sure. have
4: you approached many yeah. other media outlets about this? Like, is that have any other? Has anyone else sort of been interested to, to chat a bit more and open up this conversation?
1: Look, I initially when I sent it, you know, um, to the AFL in the nineties, I got good support from the Mercury, David Stockdale, in, you know, in particular. Mm. He wrote three or four stories on it along the journey. Once the AFL started using it in 2000, whoever I contacted just basically didn't even respond to me, showed no interest whatsoever. Um, And, you know, I'm still trying to get media involved. That's why I thank you guys for giving me a call today. Um, But it is very difficult. No-one seems to want to touch the story. Mm. The AFL seem to have a, a fair bit of a grip over them in that regard.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, he, hearing, hearing a bit about your story and certainly those time li- timelines and some of the documents you have, it, it, it sounds like it's, you know, it's, it's been worth pursuing. But, um, yeah, I, I, just, I just feel fear. I mean, well, you know, one of the challenges, and, you know, and, and Tassie is experiencing this at the moment with, mm. with the AFL, is that, you know, those, those enormous sporting bodies, um, they hold so much power. Um, and it's, it's, it's really hard to get a result from. Mm. That's
1: right, Brett. Yeah, definitely. Um, Absolutely.
5: Yeah, you know,
2: it's
1: it's like Tassie trying to get its football team, you know. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of yep.
5: disrespect
1: shown to Tasmania yeah. and it's I guess that's that's one of the things that annoys me. You know, I feel you know, they've just disrespected uh, me big time just because you know, they, they can, basically. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's sad, Kim, and, and thanks for thanks for coming on and sharing your stories. Yeah, and, you know, it. I, I certainly hope having having heard it now direct from you that it's it, it's something that gets some exposure because
5: yeah,
2: me too. Um, you know there there is you know, that does sound like there's an element of injustice in it. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know when
1: I when I sort of put it on Twitter, that was sort of you know I guess five years ago. It initially got yeah quite a good reaction there. Grant um, mm-hmm. Thomas, former St Kilda coach. He got behind it.
5: Yeah, uh, right. A
1: lot of other people did there. That led to an ABC news story, which then led to local politician Brian Mitchell raising it in Parliament. Right. And I he remem- followed yeah, that up I've with two that. letters to Gilmert Laughlin which go unanswered. They didn't even an answer a, a federal politician asking them to do the right thing. Mm. Mm.
4: Very mm. interesting this story. I'm so glad that you came on and that um, you know, we can we can give your story I guess a bit of attention and um, I hope other people listen to this and, and, and might um, jump on board and, and spread the message as well but um, what um, I guess crossing over now having you know you've been from Tassie you're a uh, retired Tasmanian teacher how do you feel about um, Tassie getting their own team do you think um, it might happen or or what's your take on it and if so will you will you get behind them?
1: <laughs> oh definitely no I'd love to see Tassie with its own team <laughs> and um, you know, living here at Bella, or not living here, but having my parents' place here at Bella i would do it every game, and yep. uh, I'd love it. Yeah, it'd be a fantastic yeah. thing for the state.
4: Oh, absolutely. Well, Kim, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Please, uh, if you are listening, go over to Kim's Instagram... I mean, not Instagram, sorry, Twitter. Instagram, Twitter, same
2: thing. Go over... What? Go Kim's over. not a 25-year-old model, Holly. Instagram, Holly. <laughs>
4: Instagram sorry. I, said, I meant to say Twitter because I was going through your Twitter and you can find... Um, a few videos there as well. And um, your tweets are really interesting. And for those that haven't seen um, what your parents' place looks like can go and have a look at the photos on there um, and hear a little bit more about your story. But thank you very much for joining us this morning. We really appreciate it, Kim. Thanks, Kim. Yeah, uh, thanks.
2: Thanks,
1: Holly. Thanks, Brett. Lovely talking to
4: you. Pleasure. We'll be back after this, a short break, and uh, we'll have a little bit of chat about Alistair Clark's and then coaching at North and, and, and what's going on there. We'll
5: be back after this.
3: Live across Tasmania on sixteen twenty nine SEN Tassie and streaming live on the SEN app. This is Saturdays in Tassie. Get involved in the show anytime. Text oh four three seven double five two five three five.
4: Twenty five past nine. Inching on nine thirty. We'll play uh, play news in about mm, just under five minutes or so. But before that, um, Alistair Clarkson. There's still chat about him going over to North. Um, what do you reckon? What well, you reckon? Even, even
2: before that, I just wanted to take a, a quick chance to acknowledge um, yeah. the senior reporter, uh, sports editor, Brett Stubbs for mm-hmm. the Mercury. He's is, uh, is moving mm-hmm. out of that role after 22 years and shuffling into uh, a council role. Um, and, and Stubbsy will be a, a huge loss to the to the sporting fabric of um, Tazzy, of, yeah. of, of Tassie Sports. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's, he's been an enormous driver of, of this AFL push. You know, when it was dead and... And it wasn't spoken about. Stubbs he was continually chasing it and and, 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 it, and giving yeah. it air and I've you know, read a
4: few of his articles. Yeah,
2: and, and look, certainly over the last six months, he he's been the guy. He's been the leader. Um, you know, Jared um, you has know, gone to him a lot for his show and information around mm. the push. Um, but but not just the last six months. You know, Stubbs he's been uh, a, a remarkably Respected uh, journalists, you know, throughout Tasmania, and, and on a personal level, um, you know, I developed a, a great relationship with Stubbsy as a player, yeah. Um, always loved the way he went about. It, his honesty, and then mm-hmm. well, I wrote for the Mercury for a period under him, and you know, he taught me a lot about about writing, and used to take the piss out of me a little bit. You know, <laughs> I can remember one day I spelt Segway. I was, you know, trying to mention the word Segway. I was segwaying yeah. into something and I'd spelled it like you'd spell that driving thing yeah oh my and God, yeah. <laughs> so he you know he was pretty good at letting me know that I was a goose but um yeah just a you know a, re- a really good man and um you know is moving out of of that role you know to, to further support his family into a council gig and mm-hmm. it, it's something that, that that should be acknowledged because his involvement in 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 Tassie sport over 22 years has been yeah. absolutely enormous so congrats Stubby. and 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 all the best.
5: Yeah,
4: big congratulations. Mm. Yep, that's a good awesome. Good man.
2: But yeah, Very back exciting. to back to Clarko and yeah, a, so and huge, know. huge. I mean, it's huge news that um, to me, you know, the the talk around Ricky Ponning mm. being involved and being a bit of a salesman for the club, I find bizarre. It's interesting because <laughs> he's a
4: huge North fan. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But it's it's weird, isn't it? Like, is weird the right way. I don't know. It's just strange that he's like he's meeting with. Um, Clarko or has already i am not sure um, uh, in a bid to sort of convince him
2: um, I, I, d- I to find to that the strange it just it, it, to me there's just <laughs> a lack of professionalism in that like if North it's Melbourne really the strange. club can't sell it themselves yeah like w- w- what's Ricky going to provide mm, and and, and look I, I know Clarko's Clarko's big on the cross learning so you mm. know and Ricky's one of the one of the greatest cricketing minds uh, in the world mm. currently and the Hurricanes 100%. are so fortunate well, to have him so on board at the moment him, yeah. yeah so you know I, I can kind of understand from a from a from a level of coaching respect that they might catch up but mm. you know I mean what's what, what's Ricky gonna sell him on that that the club I, can't, I, I, I just I found that to be a little bizarre. Ricky just but,
4: wants him because he's a North fan and I'm here Yeah. For
2: well, you're a North fan, and you're a Ricky fan, and you're a Clarko, so this is like yeah, a, a perfect little triangle for yeah, you. Yeah, it's but quite nice. I, I don't know. I just I – mean, you're the North fan. What, what do you uh, make of it? Does it kind it's of –
4: strange. It's strange that he's meeting with him as a, to try and convince him. Um, but Clarko's manager, James Henderson, confirmed he'd met with the Ruse. Oh, well, same, um, in on the same management so, groups. Yeah. James
2: Henderson is Ricky Ponning's manager.
4: Oh. Oh, okay.
2: There you go. All right, it makes so sense. there's a How connection. Did
5: you, that? you
2: that? Oh, well, know that? Oh, James represents all the big dogs. Oh, never me, but all okay. the. <laughs> I never needed a manager. Domestic <laughs> cricketers. What do you need managers for? I got some shoes from ASICS once, did and Hendo then ask Nike. That was you, you it. Just
4: said sorry, man. I'm just. I'm not looking for management, right? You're not
2: quite at my level, and I had to talk him out of it. <laughs> Okay, that we, makes
4: sense then. There's yeah, a, yeah, right.
2: So I mean, there is a connection. I didn't actually know that, but even still, like, what you know, that that needs to be uh, a mafia, Doctor Hood led. Mm. You know, if they can't sell Clarko on the club, then mm. you know, relying on Ricky to, to be involved in that, I think is, is kind of bizarre. But, it is bizarre. <laughs> but Clarko's he, he can go wherever he wants, pretty much. Yeah. And as a Hawthorne supporter, that's kind of frustrating. Like we sacked him. Like yeah. we, we pushed him out of the door. We paid him money not to be at the club. It's really strange on my part that yeah. we that we would do that, but is weird because um, he is one of the, one of the all time greats.
4: Absolutely. Anyway, I really bloody hope we get him.
2: That'd yeah. be unreal. I think he'll. I don't know. Don't know. What? What? Well, I, I just. I can't see him taking it on. There's a lot of there's a lot of work to do with a the there's A lot rooms. of work to
4: do. He said he's not scared of that though. He said he's not like deterred by it.
2: But he's got a he's got a legacy to you oh. know the, like the chances of being able to turn that I, around. The
4: only way I'll take him not coming to North of is, is if he coaches the Tassie We spoke tank. about this, yeah. Otherwise, I'm off him.
2: So maybe that's what he's holding <laughs> off on.
4: He's probably listening. I hope
2: the, he's listening. <laughs> he's going to hunt you down. Actually, funnily enough, it's interesting that uh, Brett Stubbs and Alistair Clarkson had a huge dust-up. Oh. Uh, and it was well documented and reported throughout the media right. that Stubbsy would asked him a question after a Hawthorne game and he flew Stubbsy hard. Why?
5: What did he like, say? I can't
2: remember the... the The exact exchange, but I—I know it was a was a nationally told story.
5: Right.
4: Yeah.
2: So it was always a bit of a a bit of a laugh.
4: Luke Beveridge about (laughs) it?
2: He probably win him.
4: (laughs) Oh God! All right. Well, we'll have to wait and see. It's a wait and see. I really hope so for North, though.
2: Yeah, I I would big time. I would love so much for the Tassie bid to go through. Clarkson's announced as that coach.
4: Yeah, that would be cool. And then everyone else can. I prefer that over the North look. But yeah. Anyway, we'll see. We'll go to the news now, and then we're going to chat after that about uh, Scott Roth's response to to Josh Adams. Uh, we'll be back after news. Um, I'm not there, and it was this whole thing because it's like we, yeah. As as someone reading that, you go, oh, why would you want Josh Adams back? Anyway, so now we've heard Scott Roth's side of the story um, earlier in the week, um, and Scott Roth, by the way, is locked in until 2025 as coach, which is great. Um, he responded to Josh Adams basically saying to fans, ask your coach why well, I'm not at the Jack Jumpers this year. Scott says a contract was sitting with him um, for three weeks. Um, asked him if he would come back for the same salary. Originally he said no. Um, this was the same, you know, Josh Majette came back and committed um, to the same salary. They basically said for, for Josh Majette and, um, and for Josh Adams, they had maxed out uh, on their salaries. They couldn't pay any more. Um, Josh decided that's fine um, I'll stick with the same salary, I'll come back um, i want to still be in the team um, however that wasn't the case um, for Josh Adams, he was like no um, can't come back for the same salary and I think there were you know, chats between his management um, and the team but the contract was pretty much sitting with him for three weeks and I think a bit of radio silence is, is the message that mm. Scott Roth was saying um, and then eventually they agreed to Milton Doyle um, and then after that um, uh, Josh Adams and his management come back and said yep we'll take that deal and then by then they kind of just said you know well it's it's too late Um, we've already committed to Milton Doyle now because we didn't hear from you um, and there's not much they can do from there we're not going to go go back on our agreement with with Milton Doyle because it's been sitting in your lap for three weeks basically which is interesting. Yeah,
2: and as is the nature of, of free agency and, and, and those mm. periods, you can't wait for three weeks.
4: No. It's... And that's a challenge. Yeah, yeah. they flew home and um, I think Josh originally, so they had the exit interviews with each of the players. Um, they said to Josh um, Majet, yep, we can, we'd can. we love to keep you. Um, they said the same thing um, to Josh Adams and as soon as Josh Majet flew home um, he said yep okay let me just chat with my wife about it as soon as he landed um, pretty much he said yep ready committed to go Um, and that wasn't the case and this was just sitting around in in thin air waiting for an answer I guess from Josh and Josh Adams and his team Um, so what Really, could they do. Like, I guess you know. Yeah, I can't wait forever.
2: It is. It, it is difficult. I mean, Josh clearly.
4: Because otherwise, they miss out on somebody else, right?
2: Josh clearly feels aggrieved, doesn't yeah. he? He hasn't. You know, he's obviously unhappy with the process. But you know, it's it's open options. It's open avenues to to Milton Doyle and and Rashad mm. Kelly. You know, very different basketballers to Adams. And we spoke before about. Mm. About the team dynamic and that, and that the question marks around the Jack Jumpers was the the the, limita- the defensive limitations around their backcourt in Majette, who's skinny and and can be you know easily pushed around, mm. um, and Adams who's short. Um, mm. So bringing in in Doyle and Kelly, you know, bigger athletes. Um, you know Doyle's a great shooter, probably a stronger rebounder than uh, a stronger defender than Adams. Um, but on, you know, you, have also got to look too that, um, you know, and there's some news this morning that, uh, Brisbane have, you know, obviously when we spoke before Brisbane have signed Aaron Baines and that's mm-hmm. come late, uh, this morning they've announced the signing of Tyler Johnson, who's, uh, played a lot of NBA basketball, uh, played across Miami, the Nets, um, a couple of, uh, Phoenix as well, I believe have very talented basketballers So, mm. so... There is a case for waiting. You know, maybe they could have waited for for you know the decision on Adams and then Baines and Johnson become an availability. Who knows? But I, I'm I'm really comfortable with with Doyle and Kelly. I think um, I think the supporter base are comfortable with Doyle and Kelly. Yeah. Um, it is. You know, it would have been great to bring Adams back, but again, his defensive limitations. Mm-hmm. You know, is is potentially you know a a problem in terms of them being a championship caliber team. I'm uh, a true to see where championship he ends up. caliber team. Yeah. Whoa, well, geez, I mean Melbourne's looking pretty good. I know they've got yeah. some cash to spend.
4: Yeah, and Scotty Roth reckons that he'll end up, he'll come back to the NBL. But yeah, this mm. is ideas that he could end up at Melbourne United.
2: Yeah, so Jack White um, has signed a two-way deal with the Nuggets I saw that. Uh, out of summer league. Amazing. So which is which is huge He's for him. Great. And congrats, great player. Yeah, uh, they lose Dover uh, okay. to the Kings. Yep. So, you know, there is a bit of cash opened up. The mm. big centre, whose name always evades me, um, I think he's out as well. Yeah. Um, so they've got a couple of import spots, a bit of cash in terms of, you know, Delhi's departure. Mm. Uh, so you'd imagine Adams becomes a, a really good option for them.
4: Absolutely. It'll be interesting. I wonder if the players feel awkward, like bursting each other.
2: No, nah, I mean that's that's just a basketball. <laughs> I guess it
4: just is what it, it, what it is. But like,
2: it's a real basketball thing, isn't it? Mm. The, the the transactions and the changing teams. It and, just
4: is the way it is. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, Australian sports have never, and and this is where the you know the challenges around the BBL and mm. you know the uh, even uh, AFL at the moment yes. with free agency and trades, and it's something that for for someone my generation, you know, the the lo- the loyalty piece in sport was the key piece in sport. Yeah. You know, you represented your club or your anymore. region or, you know, wherever it is. And now it's cash and opportunity and no one sticks around. I mean, you know, even at a, at a local level from a, from a sporting standpoint. Yeah. You know, your SFLs, state leagues, you know, cricket, Premier League, um, you know, pe- pe- people will jump if, mm. if they feel that there's, um, you know, a, a better opportunity or more money or uh, loyalty's gone, yeah. I think, in, in, the, in the sporting landscape.
4: yeah. Uh, Yeah, the
2: Melbourne Centre's just come to me. Big JLA. JLA.
4: That's all I
2: got. Yeah. (laughs) Malala Chul. I've got the... uh, Malal Chul. Yeah, right. I've got the producer in my ear telling me and I still can't get it right.
5: Yeah, well,
4: Uh, anyway. There you go. Yeah, seen better days.
2: (laughs) We've seen better days. That was a bad minute, but it's all good. Because we've got Milton Doyle and Rashad Kelly and Josh Majette. And uh, Big Will Magno is going to be back and firing, and um, uh, yeah, the Jack Jumpers will be good. Yeah, they're going to be good.
4: Bloody excited! Can't wait. October can't can't come quick enough. Can't wait to get back there. All right.